Welcome everyone to episode 47 of Missing Pieces. If this is your first time watching or listening, as this is available everywhere that podcasts are available. My name's Greg and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind that week. This week, of course, I have a lot to talk about as we've had a bit of a break with the Mrs. Brickitect episode. But before we get into that, I have some thank yous to give out to some new patrons from the last two weeks. And the first thank you goes out to Dayton. Dayton, thank you for joining us on Patreon. I also want to thank Logan. I want to thank Priscilla. And last but not least, I want to thank Infaduke for joining us over there. Thank you guys so much for your support. It really helps to make this podcast and this channel possible. On that, let's talk about last week. It's been a little bit since we just sat down here one-on-one -on -one like we are, but uh, last week was a special edition episode because Mrs. Brickitect came in as a, as a studio guest, I guess, or like a special guest, always a special guest in my heart, but she came in and helped out because we had family coming in last week for my nephew's birthday and they stayed with us for a few days and I knew Sunday morning I wouldn't necessarily be able to sit down here and talk to you guys like I do. So I did a special episode where Mrs. Bricktech came in and I did a community post asking you guys if you had any questions or topics for her or us to talk about. And I have to say, I really had a great time with that, as she did as well. It was really fun talking about things that I wouldn't ordinarily just sit here and talk about each week, and you got to see what's on Mrs. Brickitect's heart each week. And it was just, it was a good time, and the, the feedback from that was amazing. Thank you guys so much for the positivity, because Mrs. Brickitect, she she needs that encouragement, right? Like this this is my thing, this whole camera thing and YouTube thing. It's like, it's my, my passion and she gets nervous when she comes on or just being on camera in general, even after all these years, but who doesn't, right? And the, the feedback on that, all of the positive comments that kept rolling in and rolling in and she went back and was looking at them. I caught her checking them all the time. So that was really cool. And I, I appreciate you guys for, for everything. Like it, if there's anything that I'm thankful for on this channel, it's the positive community that we have here. So thank you guys. And that's the kind of stuff that gets Mrs. Brickitect coming back. So I'd love to have her back again. Maybe if we'll have like a special episode, I mean, 50's coming up, that's pretty close. That's gonna be the end of the, the official formal intro. Cause I feel like like after 50 episodes, I, I probably don't need to tell you the, the little things that I say in the beginning. So we'll just like, like, hey, welcome back to Missing Pieces. Let's jump into it. That episode we recorded, I think like that Thursday. So it's been a really long time since I've been down here, but it feels good to be back in the seat and ready to talk about what's going on. And I wanna start this episode off in a way that I think I'm gonna start every episode off for me. And I'd love to hear this from you as well. The win of the week. What is your win of the week? I'm trying to do this on, on my Patreon group calls as well and like the live streams that we do where we start things off on a positive note and we also end on a positive note because you just, you need a little bit of that these days, right? Like 2020 is, it's, uh, it's something, but let's talk about my win of the week and that was getting my studio clean. Some of you guys probably saw the video where I took you on a tour down here showing you how nice it was and I can't tell you how happy I am to finally have it done and what it took was my family coming over. I was like, I can't let them know that I live this way. I can't let them know that after eight months, I still have moving boxes on the floor in here. I can't let them see that boxes are stacked to the ceiling and the whole entire place you have to navigate through to try to even walk through it. So that gave me the motivation and, and like the, uh, I, I guess like the deadline of having this done. And I literally went to after midnight, the day that they were coming, they came last Saturday and I was just on like a, 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 a binge, no? I was on a roll, <laughs> I was just going crazy, getting this place all looking good, and when I finished it, and I have like everything organized in the storage room just the way I wanted, it looks really good, I sat down here for just a moment in, in the chair right behind me here, and I just looked around and I was just like, this is, this is the way that I should be living, not the way that it was. And when I can look around and just see like, 
cleanliness and space and not stuff everywhere. It It's just like, yes. I do have something behind me here though. If you guys see, you're like, Greg, your studio's not clean. What is that? I'm finishing up the Stranger Things set because I need to get that done because I want to move on to what could possibly be my favorite Lego set of all time, which is the Nintendo. And I've got other things to build too. Like I've got the Darth Maul bus to build. I've got the Rex Celsius. The Patreon detectors have been going crazy. Like I'm gonna get this cut up. I have all these amazing things to build. Oh, what else do I have? I've got like, my backlog has moved. So it's hard for me to see now, as you guys can see in terms of, if you're listening to this, I apologize. But in terms of reorganization, I have all of my, built sets along the side wall here that you would typically see like in a normal video or even right now if it wasn't so dark behind me here you guys could see i have all of my my built stuff there and i like to celebrate that you know because these are like memories that i had and things that i built accomplishments that i've made as opposed to seeing a bunch of like random boxes scattered throughout because the backlog is in fact dying you guys aren't helping with that, but <laughs> the backlog is dying. And uh, I have that just on two shelves over here. And I think I'm gonna do a backlog tour for you guys. I know you, a lot of people really enjoy seeing that, what's left to build and it, putting in requests for stuff that I jump uh, up on the list or whatever. So we'll probably do that. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited with the way things are going with the studio. It just, it makes me feel way more comfortable down here than I've ever felt uh, ever since we've come in here because it was disorganized. And maybe this can be a, like a lesson to you. Not really a lesson, but just like maybe some advice. I'm not here to teach lessons. I'm just sharing my life experience. And if you can avoid a mistake, and I always say this, if you can avoid a mistake that I've made in some way by listening to something that I've done, that to me is a win. So if you have a space that you're not feeling comfortable in or you have anxiety because of how disorganized it is, just try to take that little bit of time to, to just get started. Because once you just start moving some things, it starts to go a lot faster. In fact, right now is a great time. If you're listening to this, maybe you're just sitting there, maybe you're playing video games, maybe you're building something, which is a noble cause. But if you feel that way and you don't feel comfortable within your own space, this is, this is my space that I should feel most comfortable in. Like of all the places in the world, this is this is my home and within my home, this is my, my little man cave, my sanctuary, whatever you wanna call it. It should be just that, right? So there's you go. There's some advice attacked for you or some motivation attacked or whatever. I uh, just, it, it's, it's totally worth it. It may seem daunting, it certainly did for me, but when it's done, you can just look around and be like, yes, I did it. So I have, like I said, I have this place cleaned up. I do have one table over here that has some things on it. I have one Harry Potter set to build from Jordan, one of our Patreon detectors that I, I need to finish so I can do a Harry Potter showcase where I show off all the Harry Potter sets that we've built. Uh, once that's done, that table will be cleaned off. And I might make that like my streaming slash build table. Uh, Baratect is also 100% ready to go. So we can do some videos over there. I just have, I still wanna replace the countertop. If you guys really want the in-depth tour or all the info on this place, give a watch to the studio tour that I did. It's like 19 minutes long, just taking you through that. So I don't need to recap it here, especially in an audio presentation. But that was my my number one win of the week was getting the studio all cleaned up and looking nice. And I intend to keep it that way because it's much harder. How do I wanna phrase this? So say you go into a house where everything is a mess. It's very easy to just take something and just set it down where wherever because it's like it just blends in with everything. But if you have everything like super clean and organized, that one thing you set down seems out of place. It's like, wait, why why is that there? That should not be there. And like if you stay ahead of it, you stay ahead of it. So there's my my thoughts on that. But there is one other win of the week. You know, guy was into like a the cleaning zone. I was like, dude, this is great. I, I feel so good. There was something that I've been wanting to do for a while now, and that is 
pressure wash our sidewalks outside in our deck because our, our sidewalk and deck on this side of the house is on the north side. Doesn't get a lot of sun because of the shadow of the house. And as a result, it gets like that kind of like green algae kind of stuff built up on it and just general grime. And I decided that on Monday of this week, I was gonna go to Harbor Freight. They have, Harbor Freight is like, a, it's like Lowe's only it's just like cheap stuff, right? And I just wanted to get like a very simple pressure washer so I could pressure wash our deck and the sidewalk just very quickly. Nothing like extreme where you would need anything major. So I went in there and I got this $100 pressure washer that they had and I brought it home and I started pressure washing. I had my headphones on, listen to podcasts just like you are right now. And I have to tell you, pressure washing is awesome. I have like, it's so like satisfying when you have like a dark, like I did the side of our foundation or whatever and it was kind of like dark and whatnot and I started spraying it and you can like literally see the line that you're spraying off with it and you go back and forth and whatever direction you want to go with it but man it was awesome seeing it go from like dirty to clean and then I did the sidewalk and then I spent like like half a day doing our deck and it was great like I had my noise canceling headphones on so I, you couldn't really hear it running here's out there and if you don't know what a pressure washer is essentially what it is is uh, at least this one's electric. You plug it in, you hook your hose up to it, and it's almost like if you go to a, a car wash, like a manual car wash with the, the, the hose thing that they have there that puts out a high pressure water stream, that's essentially what it is, and it's very satisfying. So if you're ever thinking about like pressure washing, <laughs> which is maybe something you've never thought about and have no plans to do, give it a shot. If you, You'll start looking for things to pressure wash. In fact, I found, I pressure wash my chicken coop. Our kayaks are out there. I'm gonna pressure wash those. I'm just like looking around. I'm like, dude, I, I love this thing. And I, I, I feel like I've certainly got my money's worth out of it. So yeah, cleaning the studio, cleaning the outside, feeling good about things. And it's just, I guess satisfying is the word. A very satisfying week of pressure washing. We also had a lot of fun this week too, outside of cleaning things. As I mentioned, my nephew turned 16 this week and it's crazy because I remember when he was born. It's it's nuts. It's just crazy to see how much time flies, but uh, he came over here, they spent a couple days, we had some fun here, and then we went up to this swimming spot, which I actually have a, a video of, there's a vlog coming out, it'll probably be like two weeks from now because I'm so backed up with videos, but we have video of that. We also went to camp uh, with him on his birthday and the family and they had a birthday party up there and we ran some RC boats, there's a video on that. Pretty much everything that I do there's a video on, but I'm so behind now, mainly because Clarkman has now taken over vlogging, which is our next topic here. He has taken my GoPro, and this is a thing that he's really into, which is filming vlogs. Where did he get this from? But he takes my GoPro and he just kind of takes it around. In fact, I've been uploading videos in Greg's world. He, he's got, he'll, he'll record like 15 minutes of footage and I'll make like a four minute video out of it, just trying to like make some type of coherent story out of it, but it's been really fun seeing the world through Clark's eyes because this isn't this isn't assisted in any way, and I don't see this very often on YouTube. Usually, when you have these kids that are on YouTube, it's like uh, it almost seems forced by their parents, and you know, they got the parent behind the camera telling the kid every move to make and what to say and stuff. And I think that's something that people probably appreciate about our channel because what you what you see is what you get. There's no like if, if anything, Clark man wants to make videos more than I do in some cases. So it's like him taking this camera is just a natural extension of this thing that he loves to do, which has probably been spurred on by me, I would assume. But he goes around, he takes you on a tour of his room, he goes outside, does stuff with the chickens, goes into his his clubhouse, as he calls it, outside. It's just him, like, 
living the life of a five-year-old, and it's fascinating to see what that is. So I mentioned before, I think, that I was just gonna take all the footage and like load it on a hard drive and give it to him someday, but I thought, why don't I try to edit this down? And someday he can look back on these three or four minute videos as opposed to diving through a hard drive that's you know hours and hours of just random footage of his feed or like chasing chickens or whatever. And I think I've done like five videos so far. He's literally filming right now. In fact, in the beginning of this episode, he walked by over here <laughs> on the side of the house. So God knows what he's filming, but I'll try to make a video of it. And I, the response that I've gotten has been pretty good. I, at least from the few people that have reached out to me said they've really been enjoying seeing what Clark is is up to and what he's what he's filming and stuff. Uh, the videos I, I marked as made for kids because it's hard to say that a five-year-old out vlogging and talking to the camera and his, and his fans isn't made for kids. Uh, so they, they haven't been performing well. Financially, it's, it, I, it, it's a loss. Like I spend more time on it than what it's worth. But one thing that I think it's important to, to get out there and something that you should think about if you're ever thinking about going on any kind of venture at all like this is that it's not always about the money. It's about something that you believe in or something that you love to do. And through that, money comes. Certificates of appreciation is all money is. So the more people that find value in what you do, whether it's in entertainment or if it's in uh, you know, providing a service or whatever that may be, the money that you receive in your life is a certificate of appreciation. And the more appreciation that's out there, the more certificates that you get. And your goal shouldn't only be to, to provide or to get as many certi certificates, but to pr provide the value that gives you that appreciation, if that makes any sense. I hope it does. Brickitect getting deep over here. Let's go on to the next topic, which is a new series that I started this week. This has been a, a wild week, guys. Started a new stream slash podcast with a couple buddies of mine called Bricks and Brits. Funny play on words, but this thing that we're doing is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I've been wanting to make something just for the UK detectors out there. I have a lot of people here that when I live stream, oftentimes it's too late for the UK because they're five hours ahead of us. So if I stream at say 7, 7 p.m. for me, that's midnight for them. And I get all these messages and they're like, oh man, this is too late for me, I wish I could have been there. So I was like, let me do something for the UK people. And it just so happens to be that I have two really good friends of mine, uh, Cut the Craggle and Rogue Runner here on YouTube. And these guys are hilarious together. We do group calls and things all the time. And I love the dynamics between the two of them. It's one of those things where they act like they hate each other, but they're, they're like truly friends. And uh, Craggle is from Wales and Rogue is from London. So the two of them together are both from the UK. And I thought, why don't we do this thing? Like I've been asking these guys to make a podcast together because I just want to listen to it and see what they have to say because they're both really well-spoken and intelligent guys. And I was like, you guys need to make a podcast. You need to make a podcast. I've been telling this forever. They don't do it. So I said, you know what? I'm starting a podcast for the UK detectors, and I would love it if you two guys join me on that, and we'll do like a, a trio, and you guys can tell me all things UK, and we can have like a good time with it, and make it specifically for the UK audience at a time that's convenient for them. So we started this uh, last weekend, right right before my family came. We've got two episodes under our belt right now on Brick Tech Live. It's also available everywhere the podcasts are available, just like this is, and it's called Bricks and Brits. And uh, we just kind of sit down and we, we talk about anything and everything. It's very much like, it's like if I were to have guests on Missing Pieces, it's sort of what it is. We talk about Lego, non-Lego, some really good conversation coming from it. And my favorite thing about that stream or podcast is the chemistry. Like it feels so good to have like, just like a conversation. We don't sit down with any kind of outline. It just like, it just flows. And I sit down with like the plan to make this like an hour long, you know? It's like, we'll talk for an hour. 
an hour comes and goes. Well, yesterday's episode was like an hour and a half. We try to get the chat involved towards the end with like a, a rapid fire Q&A thing or having people talk about, uh, you know, some topics that we discussed. And that's kind of the thing that I'm, I'm, I guess I'm having trouble balancing the most is when you're having a conversation amongst friends where it's like three of you kind of going off each other, it's hard to then just be like, hold that thought and then go in and just grab something out of the chat because it breaks that flow. So I do love it live because there is that interaction there and it's fun to like be a part of a stream. And I like to have the chat almost be like a chat room where people can talk to each other, but we're trying to find a balance there, uh, which is a, a common theme with, with my life. Uh, but the other part of it that I think is really funny, and this is Craigle's idea, is we ta started talking about some topics or some terms in the UK that we don't use here in the United States. And, you know, I, I of course don't know what some of these things are. And Craggle has, has come up with questions that we're going to start off each episode with where he asked me something that I'm going to have no idea about. Like, for example, did you know that tea isn't just something that you drink? It can also be, uh, it's like snack. So I'm going to have uh, some cookies for tea. And I'm like, what? Okay, so that's that's cool. And we've just been going through these things and it's it's fun. And I'm really enjoying that. I just... I don't know what it is about the whole podcasting realm, but I just really love it. In fact, I almost considered converting Brickatech Live to the Brickatech Podcasting Network because I think that's what I want to do a lot of over there. And speaking of a lot of what I want to do, that's going to be kind of the next topic that we go into here with this with this podcast or this episode. And I want to talk about the evolution of the Brickatech channel and where I want to take this. I've talked about this a little bit before where I want to start some new series or have uh, like series. I don't know what the plural of series is. I struggle with this every time. Is it Siri? Is it serieses? I want to start a variety of series on this channel where maybe each day has a different uh, show or whatever. Almost think of it like you would think of a network on television where it's like, okay, Monday night, what's what's the show that's on Monday? What's the show that's on Tuesday? And that's essentially what I want to do here uh, because there's, there's certain directions that I want to go here with various things. And I also think it's good to have a group of series because you can see what performs well and what doesn't. With the current setup of our channel, we do have certain days where certain things happen, but you know, you put a video out, it might do well, it might do bad, and it's, there's no cohesiveness there. But what I would really love to do, and I've kind of started this this last week, is bring back some series. I've had requests, well, first of all, I brought back Polybag Wednesday. We've got a whole bin of polybags that you guys have sent us in the mail and we got to get through them. So Clark and I built one this week. Uh, Ivan Von Lego unfortunately interrupted it and that became like a funny thing. And that's kind of where I want to go with Polybag Wednesday as well. I don't just want to build a Lego set. I want to have like a fun story that goes with it. I've talked about how I want to get better with storytelling through Lego videos. And I just think that's so much more fun than sitting down and being like, well, we built a uh, a poly bag and here's the set and it has a minifig in it. You know, it has blue pants and it, it's not what I want to do. I'm not a reviewer. I don't really watch reviews and I don't find that interesting. Uh, what I like to do is provide entertainment. And I guess not just entertainment. I also like to encourage people. I like to inspire you if I can. I don't think that's really possible <laughs> through a poly bag video, but maybe it is. I get messages sometimes from you guys, but that's kind of where I want to go with that. So poly bag Wednesday, going to be every Wednesday in here until I run out of poly bags, which we might have a year. So that's the thing. I've gotten a request to bring back Breaking It Down. If you guys don't know what Breaking It Down is, maybe if you're new here and you haven't seen that before, Breaking It Down is my Q&A series where historically what I've done is I'll, I'll film myself tearing apart a Lego set because we tear apart most of things that we build. 
and then I'll do a speed lap or time lapse of that where it's like really fast and I'll answer questions while that's going. I am kind of tempted to take breaking it down into the live channel and make that a thing where I just sit down like we're sitting here and instead of me blabbering on about all the things about my week, I answer your questions and blabber on about that. So I'm considering that. I'd like to see your guys' feedback on that. Would, would you prefer it to be something where I just sit down and answer like 10 questions or 15 questions uh, in rapid succession where they're already already in there or should I sit with the chat and uh, try to answer questions in there? The only the only thing that I see about doing it live is that sometimes the, the questions just don't come through and then you're just kind of stuck. So I guess I can try anything, right? Like there's no rules here. I can do whatever I want. I can do it live. It sucks. I'll, I'll bring it back if I want to do it live. I mean, it's, it's endless and that's really cool. I love the fact that I'm never going to get bored doing this. I'm I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. And for me, that is the ultimate goal and the ultimate freedom, right? Like just, if I want to start something, start it up. If it fails, shut it down. Uh, I think Jack Conti, the CEO of Patreon, I've been following his videos. He's a very fascinating guy. Watch his extras channel. He was talking about becoming a publisher as opposed to an artist. And he was talking about how for a period of time in his life, he was kept trying to get this one thing right, like a song. He was a musician before and he kept trying to get it right and it took him forever and he lost out on all of this time and this content that he could have been producing. And he talked about the benefit of becoming a publisher as opposed to being an artist or a creator. And a publisher will put out a lot of things and he referenced uh, other musicians that maybe put out 1,500 songs in their lifetime. Maybe four of those were actually good and one of them won some type of award. If that person would have spent all that time instead of making all of that content and just would have tried working on that one thing and it flopped, we probably won't even know who they are. So he's talking about becoming a publisher and that's maybe what I need to do. It's not about spamming stuff and putting out thousands of things of, of crap, hoping that one thing, you know, you shine a turd and it turns into a piece of gold. It's about just putting things out to the world and that's what I'm trying to do. So Polybag Wednesday coming back, breaking it down. I, I would love to bring that back. I love answering your guys' questions. Uh, you guys already know about fake Lego history. One thing I wanna change about fake Lego history is or to make it more interactive, I should say. You guys know that I come up with the stories behind fake Lego history on the certain elements or pieces that, that Ivan Von Lego is discussing. I would love it if you guys gave me a prompt. Like, you give me the story. It can be as short, as long, or short or as long as you want, but I would love it, like, say I do another episode where I, I do this story. I'll take the comments from that episode and pick out like the funniest or best and I'll pick out a random piece out of my collection and your story will be featured in the next Fake Lego History and you'll get full credit for that. I'll have it pop up on the screen and stuff. And I know people love that because it's it's interactive and you, what, what isn't cooler than seeing your name up on uh, a Lego YouTuber's video? There's probably cooler stuff than that, but I think it's cool nonetheless. And that could give me some ideas. And maybe if you just give me like a prompt, like a one sentence thing, I could do like a whole thing off of that and we could have a lot of fun with it. In addition to fake Lego history, I had a request to bring back Minifig Monday, which is hard for me because I feel like Minifig Monday is a little boring, but if we can have some fun with that as well, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. And again, if that one kind of flopped, so be it, but that's an easy video to make. It's like a two minute thing. Like I might just pick a random minifig out of my collection and give him like a little bit of a story, like fake Lego history. Like what's the story behind this minifig? And maybe we could do it the same way. I think this could be really, it could be really interactive. You know, give me a story behind a minifig. I'll pick a random minifig, just at random, pull them right out and I'll film myself actually pulling it out of the, the miscellaneous bin that we have. And then we'll sit down and tell your story about this guy uh, in, in an attempt to review it, if you want to call it that. 
I think that could be really fun. Mainly, I guess what my, the moral of the story here is, and I think I've said this enough times in this episode for you to, to understand, not that you don't understand things, uh, just, just, just putting it out there. I don't want, I'm not insulting you, I promise you that. I don't want to be an informer, I want to be an entertainer. And that's the thing that I've, I've tried hammering home for so many episodes now. I want to be an entertainer in the Lego space because the world's desperate for that. I think so. I'm desperate for that. There, there are some good people that do it, but, and I'm not insulting Lego community before you get your knickers in a twist here. I just want to see more entertaining content. And if you know someone that makes really entertaining Lego content, because I know they're out there, put them in the, put them in the comments down below. I'm always looking for new peeps to subscribe to. It's a lonely place out here when you're stuck without YouTube recommendations. <laughs> throw, throw some stuff out there to me, whether Lego or non-Lego, if you find a really cool channel, I'm on YouTube all the time, so give me some stuff that I could watch that's that's wildly entertaining or, or funny, and maybe I can get some ideas from that on how to make my content better, because I'm always trying to improve. If you guys don't know anything about me, it's like I don't ever settle. I'm always trying to do better, whether it's in equipment and making better audio or better video or making my, my, my space better, as, as, as evidenced in the last week, or trying to make my videos better, trying to find out what people want to see. Trying my best, guys. I'm really trying my best. Uh, you guys also know Reddit Detect is, is gonna be a thing. I don't know if I'm gonna do that weekly. I feel like that's overkill, but I've been I've been creeping around over there and there's some funny stuff. So I might do that like once a month or whatever, maybe every couple weeks, we'll see. I don't really have a schedule set in stone, but once Clark goes back to school and I become uh, Mr. Greg, his, his school teacher, I'm gonna have to change some things up here. I'm gonna vlog my experience with that. Uh, I think that could be really helpful for people, seeing what it's like to homeschool a, a five-year-old and what a day looks like as a stay-at-home dad with a little dude and our adventures that we go on could be really fascinating. So Monday through Friday videos probably gonna be happening on Greg's World. I'm, I'm gonna say daily videos here on Brickitect. Um, I'm trying not to overcommit and burn myself out. You guys know that I do, I, I do Patreon stuff as well. We do Lunch and Lego every Tuesday afternoon. We do a patrons only Friday night thing. I put out a little secret video there for the $10 patrons. I'm trying to do that each week as well, like just a, just a little extra thing. Uh, I now have Bricks and Brits as a podcast on Saturdays. So I'm trying not to overcommit myself. I don't wanna get burned out. I don't wanna become a bad father or husband because I'm putting so much time and, and effort into these things. But I love doing this stuff and I'm gonna do my best to provide you guys the, the, the value that, that you deserve. So on that, I, I guess that's that's pretty much all I had to talk about this week. You guys are probably about filled with, with that. So let's get into the viewer feedback. The last episode, I wore a, well, last episode I was by myself, I wore a banana shirt. I think it's very classy. I think it looks fantastic. I got a lot of positive comments on it. Not from Mrs. Brickitect. Someone asked how her, what her thoughts are on it. She doesn't like the banana shirt. And I don't know why, because it's probably like the most stylish piece that I have. We got a lot of positive comments on it. I saw uh, one lady said she was gonna look for it online for her husband to get one, and uh, a lot of people just really loved it. But my favorite comment of all came from Nitron Neutron, who says, the banana shirt makes me feel like there is a guy out there with less fashion sense than myself. <laughs> I thought that was great. Well, thank you. I like to be the guy with the worst fashion. That's why I literally just wear plain t-shirts all the time. But that was, that was funny and gave me a good laugh, so thank you for that comment. Uh, speaking of the comments or topics of series and overcommitting, Jedi Master, Anakin Skywalker, ooh, thank you for joining us, it says, hey Greg, just wanna ask about Gamer Attack, Twitch, and YouTube. I really enjoy your Minecraft streams on Twitch, and it makes me sad that you've been inactive for a month. Sorry if this comes off a little selfish, which that's not selfish at all. I understand, and I've been thinking about it too. If you guys don't know, I also have a gaming channel. I go, I'm going a little <laughs> insane here with these YouTube channels and stuff, but 
I back in the spring we were gaming pretty hard there. I, I created a Twitch, came up with the game name Gamer Attack as opposed to Games with Greg, and we were having a good time over there. But as summer rolled around, and this is my explanation as to why we've been inactive. It's just like there's so much to do. The 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 love of RC stuff came into my life as well, and these warm days outside and beautiful weather, it. I'm more inclined to be out doing stuff like that, which is why you haven't seen that. I probably should set up a day each week, put it on my calendar where it's like, this is my gaming night or whatever, and we get on there and play games and stuff, especially Minecraft. I love doing that Clark man. And I think once, like Clark's been playing Minecraft with, with his buddy Scott who, of Dave's Toys. Dave is my friend here on YouTube. And Scott is Clark's friend and my friend. We're all friends. Um, they play together, so he's kind of stolen my thunder. Those guys enjoy playing together, and I, I don't play with Clark because of that. But once they go back to school, and Clark is homeschooled, I feel like it could be a nice reward when Clarky's done with his lesson for the day. Maybe we'll come down and play a little Minecraft for you guys. Obviously, there's other games to play as well. And I like to make a comeback on that, even if it's just one day a week or whatever on, on Twitch. Gamer Attack is what it is. G-A-M-E-R-I-T-E-C-T. -E -E I think it's it's down below if you want to follow us there. I, I can't tell you when I'm going to be making something again, but your your comment alone is like encouraged me to want to come back there and do some stuff. So I apologize for leaving you hanging there. And that was another comment from Panther Boy as well. He says, what happens to the gaming streams on Twitch? I at least know there's two people out there in this world that are like, Greg, I want to see your gaming streams. And I appreciate that. I'll be back. I promise you. Weather turns cold. I got nothing to do. We're going to be in here gaming for you guys. Next comment here is a really nice one. This comes from TK Customs, and I, I, I felt like this is really nice to share. He says, hey, Greg, I love listening to your podcast while I work. I do construction, and I drive a giant six-wheel drive dump truck at our job site moving dirt, which sounds like a fantastic job. I would trade you. Could I, you want to trade for like a week? I want to go drive a dump truck. He says, I have been, I'm missing pieces playing on the radio on Spotify. It's very inspirational, especially when you talk about finance, because money is not my strong suit because they didn't teach it to us in high school. And now I have to figure it out on my own. And I really wanted to help out the channels a bit. So I joined your Patreon, the only one worth joining. I, I don't know if that's true, if it's the only one worth joining, but I appreciate that. Uh, it says, I'm also glad you did the banana shirt in this episode. I'm happy to be your newest Patreon detector. I love all your YouTube videos. Does that make me a brick detector or a Greg detector? I think you're a little bit of everything. You're just, you're just an detector, but I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life in your dump truck. Again, if, if you need somebody to fill in, I can do that. But you bring up a good topic there, TK, about finance. Obviously something that I have a, a huge passion for. I did find, I worked in finance for nine years of my life. I studied finance for four years prior to that. And I totally agree with you. There is not enough information out there for kids about how to, how to manage a checkbook, how to not go into credit card debt, the dangers of credit card debt. How does a mortgage work? Is owning a home the American dream or is it the American nightmare? Like all of these things that aren't taught. Like we spend a lot of time teaching a lot of things in school. I'm not gonna get into my thoughts on school because um, they're not overly positive, at least about the public schooling system. But I think learning about, there's two things that I think school fails at and that is teaching finance and teaching health and fitness. Two things like, especially when, nutrition I should say, we, we have health classes, let's teach nutrition. Is eating a bag of Doritos good for you or bad for you? I think most of us would say bad for us, but how bad is it? What are these chemicals that are in our foods? What are these things when I flip over the ingredients and it's, it's 16 pages long of, of all this stuff that's in here? Let's learn about nutrition. And let's learn about finance. The two things that probably impact you more in your life than anything else. Like sure, learning trigonometry is great. Calculus is fantastic. Learning advanced physics, amazing. 
When are you gonna use it? Triggering all the, the physics teachers out there, but nutrition, finance, two important things. Nutrition, I don't have a lot of knowledge on, right? Like, I, I can't tell you what hydrochloro, fluoro, boro, you know, all that, you know, whatever, monosugonitrate, <laughs> I'm making things up. I can't tell you what that is in your food, but we can have a conversation about finance, and I wanna invite you guys, maybe we can do a special finance episode, or we can have a finance segment each day. If any of you have a question about saving money, spending money, how to manage finance, if you have any financial questions at all that you think that I can answer, I would love to do that. In fact, I, I would say my knowledge even goes beyond just learning in school and seeing it for myself with people that are one in debt and going into loans. Like I definitely would say that I, I specialize in, in debt management. I also listened to Dave Ramsey for years of my life on the, my way back and forth to work who is, who's fantastic in this regard. And if you want somebody that's actually knowledgeable, TK, listen to Dave Ramsey in your in your dump truck. And I think you could learn a lot from that in, in an effort to maybe get out of debt. You haven't said if you're actually in debt, you just said money's not your strong suit. So I would imagine so, because it's very easy to get into that that trap, which I've worked super hard to get out of. But yeah, if you guys have any finance questions, I'd love to do like a little, little finance segment on this episode we could do, or this show, we could do like one question each week or something like that. But I appreciate you you joining us. I appreciate you taking time to leave the comment and being a, being a Patreon detector, huge help, man. Thank you for, for everything that you do for us. Next one comes from Easy's Craftsman. Uh, this is about the AFOL community. I talked about how amazing the, the community has been here on YouTube, at least in my circle of friends and the people that I've come across on this channel and Brickatech Live as I'm streaming. It says, I could not agree with you more. The Lego AFOL community has such an amazing group of people. Like other AFOLs, I returned from my dark ages when my children were born. I have not been sharing my thoughts and ideas on social media for very long, but the amount of positive support and feedback has been overwhelming to say the least. Thank you for the inspiring content. And I agree, I think a lot of YouTube is very positive. It just depends what you're putting out there. If you put out negativity, if you put out that kind of like bad energy out in the world, this is gonna sound very woo woo or whatever. I think you attract that back. Like if you do like that drama stuff, negative stuff, you get those type of people that appreciate that. You put out positive videos trying to encourage people along with your son, you tend to get some good people that, that follow you. And I, that's, I'd much rather be in that space than be in the other space. And I try to avoid that at all costs because it's just not something you need in your life. And when you get negative people around you or commenting on your videos, it can really have an effect on you. At least it does for me. So that's why I like I, I like the peeps that we have here, and I like this community. And uh, I think there's a lot more out there that that you could find, whether it's on your channel or you could find other channels. And I, I think you I think you can make a lot of cool connections here. And that's what I found this year as well. And we're going to be talking about that here in just a second. But next comment here comes from uh, James Rolfe. We're going to get into the wins of the week. I love kind of sending the episodes out on this. This is from James, or Jim, who sent us the Mario Starter course. So Jim, thank you for that. But he says, as usual, great episode. And uh, my win was being able to FaceTime with my mom on her 80th birthday on the 31st. We're not able to travel to her uh, due to restrictions in Pennsylvania, but we had a dinner with her in June. No, we may not get there in July. She was so happy to see her grandchildren, and they were excited to sing to her and spend that time just seeing and talking to her. It warmed my heart to see that and see everyone happy. Crap, I'm gonna start crying. Ooh, I think about Nan. You guys don't, maybe you don't know who Nan is, but um, Nan passed away at the very end of last year. Shoot. And I think about the, how valuable time is and you gotta cherish everything. Even if it's on FaceTime, like I tell you guys all the time, if you have somebody in your life, it doesn't matter how old they are, send them a message, send them an email, send them a text, 
go try to visit them, FaceTime them, whatever it is, because nothing's guaranteed. You don't know what tomorrow is. And I found that out in a lot of, a lot of times in my life with my dad and with Nan and cherish it, guys. Shoot, Jim, thanks for that. I try to make it through one episode without crying and Jim ruins it all. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's go on to, um, I, I guess a more positive one, although it's bittersweet. Allied Film says, my success is bittersweet. I found out that my family is moving soon. It's sad to leave the house that I grew up in, but it's also nice to have a change and more room for Lego, which I consider a win of the week, man. If you're getting into a bigger space, that's more space to hoard all your stuff. Box lives could exist in this new world for you, but I warn you, no matter how big your space is, eventually you're gonna run out and you may need to make that decision that I made where you just don't need them anymore. So enjoy that extra space, enjoy the, the new home. You have all the memories of your old space and I can guarantee you that even 20 years from now, when you close your eyes, you'll still be able to picture everything about that house and everything in it and it'll be just like you're there. So don't worry too much about that and just try to en enjoy enjoy everything you can with, with having, having, having to move, which is I know a pain in the butt. Final message here comes from my, my podcast co-host, Mr. Cut the Craggle, who's gonna send us out on a super positive note. He says, said it before and said it again, thank you for welcoming me into this wonderful group of people. 2020 may be an absolute write-off in almost every aspect, but I always look back at this time with the fond memories I have made uh, getting to know you and the rest of the gang and have great fun and the great fun we've had together. Thank you for being awesome. And that is exactly how I feel too, man. It's in a, in a, in a world where 2020 sucks, at the very least you can find a, a nice group of friends to hang out with and share some experiences with, even if you never actually meet the people. You can still be together and just have that sense of community that I think we all really want. Even us introverts out there, you, you want a couple peeps that have your back and you got theirs and you can you can mesh off of each other and that's that's what I'm really thankful for. So I guess on that, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you all for, for being a part of the community here and, and allowing me to do this. Thank you to everybody that left a comment on last week's episode. If you wanna support this podcast, you can leave a comment next week. I really do cherish all the comments that we get. I read through every one of them. I share some of them here that I feel like can 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 extend the conversation. And I think it really makes this podcast amazing having having you guys be a part of it. So thank you all for, for doing that. Uh, if you wanna share, if you don't have a comment to share about this episode or any feedback on it, share your win of the week. I'd love to send everyone out next week with your win. If you had something great happen to you, even if it was just something small and it was a victory for you, throw it out there and I'll, I'll, I'd love to share that. Uh, you can, of course, if you wanna support us, you can join us on Patreon. Uh, we do, like I mentioned earlier, we do podca or podcasts. We do uh, live streams there every Tuesday of lunch and Lego. And every Friday night we do a patron only live stream, which is really cool because it's just like 20 people typically are, are usually make it at least to the live episode and we just talk about whatever and it's a, a pretty intimate thing. Uh, you can also uh, download this and listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like I mentioned before. If you wanna leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that's pretty cool too. I need to remember that I should probably start reading those on here. So next week I might read a couple uh, just of the recent ones. And uh, I guess, last but not least, the best way that you can support this podcast is by having a glorious day. Go out today and conquer it. Whatever your goals are, try to take a little step closer to that. I believe in you. And on that, we'll find you guys in the next episode of Missing Pieces.